Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Gonna get your cheapies. It's the football ramble, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Open wide for some soccer. Oh, it's a pleasure to have you here. Uh, and let me introduce you to a nutritious bunch of chaps. Jim Campbell. Jim. Luke Moore. Luke, all right. And P. Dolson. At ease, everyone. At ease. Ew, good. Open it wide for a real dose of soccer. Medicine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right now, Roberto Martinez, not to be uh, pronounced Martinez, said Chelsea used every trick in the book to overcome his Everton side. Yeah. Mostly a goal. <laughs> <laughs> the most devastating of tricks. <laughs> <laughs> Fooling which his trick. goalkeeper punched into the net. What do you mean, what do John you mean? Terry hypnotised Tim Howard. What do you mean by that, Roberto? Just that they scored. <laughs> <laughs> But it's the only trick that really matters. Yeah. It's <laughs> a bloody good trick. Well, um, who from the world of football do you think would make a good magician? Pete. No, Jim. <laughs> you looked at Jim. No, I, was, I, I yeah, you gave me the eyes, wow. but passed to Pete. It was weird. It Drop your clothes fun. back, would you? <laughs> Don't do that again. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Jim. I'm, I'm confused. Uh, me. No, Jim, it is cool. you. Okay. I'm going to go for another Roberto. I'm going to go for Roberto Baggio. Mm. The great Baggio just sounds like a magician. That's good, yeah. Sort of like, you know, maybe Victorian era Didn't think magician. Dino. And also, he's got... That ponytail, I mean, I'm sure he doesn't have it anymore, but the beard as well. You know, sort of, people that think they're a bit magic tend to have that kind of look. Mm. You can imagine him in, like, a burgundy waistcoat, being a bit spooky. Yeah. Mysterious eyes. He's got mysterious yeah. eyes. Yeah, Absolutely. I think he's got the face of a magician. And magical kicks, cat. remember. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, yeah. there we Roby go. Roby Baggio's magical kick. Mm. So, very strong start. Mm. Very strong start. Luke, don't oh. go for Dino Baggio. I won't. I've gone <laughs> from a slightly different angle, slightly different flavour. Is that um, a lot of people think that sort of flary, tricky players, a la Baggio, as Jim said, will be the best magicians. But actually, if you know anything about magic, you'll know that what magic actually takes to be effective is lots and lots of practice. Hard work. Gary yeah. Neville. Yeah. <laughs> because he would be the first to turn up at magician's training and the last to leave. Yeah, but he would tell everybody how he did it. At the end... At the end, yeah. once his career's yeah. well, He would talk you through it in great detail. Well, big magic iPad. Right, <laughs> and that's when you looked away and I put it up my sleeve. Like that, but you, you didn't see. say who would make a good magician who would never give away his secrets. You just said who would make a good magician. A great magician, magician never reveals his yeah, secrets. That's, that's implied, Luke. That's fair. I bet you said <laughs> to all the girls, Mark. <laughs> Not all of them. <laughs> um, so Gary Neville is third. my answer. Okay. <laughs> it would have to be someone who's really good with their hands, wouldn't it? Like a goalkeeper or something. Yeah, well, you can have your answer Or a sex pervert. Marcus Hanneman looks like another magic person. Just have that little tuft of facial hair. Yeah, that's true. Marcus because Hanneman's really, really into heavy metal. And yes, he he's is. got a bionic hand. <laughs> yes, remember, yeah, yeah. remember that one? Yeah. For very, very old... Uh, yeah. uh, well, not old. Uh, people who listened to the Ramble for many years will remember that uh, hoax story. Uh, Pete. 
Um, I'd go for Alan Pardew because he seems to make promising players disappear. Oh. Oh. Seriously, Pete, that was textbook. Devastating. Very that's good. A, that's a Twitter effect. That's a tweet, effectively, isn't it? Yeah. That's a Twitter, guys. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> that's and a Twitter. That's a Twitter. <laughs> I like that. That's a good answer. Alan yeah. Pardew, eh? Hashtag, um, uh, fucking, I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't know what you put at the end of it. I if don't you're know. not sure, just right, fuck recycle it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, recycle okay. last week's stuff. I'd, uh, two people leapt to mind. Mm. Um, Jack Warner, you know, give us, give us that 20. I'll make that disappear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, give, give me that 20, back. I'll take the 20, make it disappear. Congratulations, you owe me 20. <laughs> <laughs> That's how Jack Warner works. Yeah. Yeah. He, he can make tickets and money disappear yeah. like no other. Yeah. Um, anybody from FIFA or who has worked for FIFA <laughs> probably quite good. Robbie Russell. L can make uh, Dutch women appear. Hey, yeah. he can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good. Um, or Mark McGee, because I'm thinking his wife might be called Debbie or he might have a. <laughs> Wow. I mean, what? you came up with this question. Jesus. That's, I mean, that Why is Why might be called Debbie? It's before not you, even spelt you, the same way. Before you start, Luke, you laughed. True, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So there's your... There's your Stop stopping from crying. There's the problem. Um, Assistant manager Scotland now, lest we forget. Uh, so you, hopefully they'll be hoping for a few magic tricks from him. If we can conjure up some uh, good <laughs> yeah, ideas for indeed. the Scottish national team. Um, if you don't know who Paul Daniels is, you won't have got that, but it was a cracking joke. Um, I think Pete Donaldson's got the point. Hey. What up, mate? Yeah. Cool as beans. As he stuffs some cool beans into his I've gob. got work next, haven't I? That's fine. Don't have any time to eat. That's fine. Well, let's crack on then uh, to the Premier League. We're going to start with Liverpool. They were they were in uh, a great attacking form, not so defensively. 4-3 they beat Swansea. 4-3. Sturridge and Henderson scored. So did Shelby. He did one of those apologetic celebrations. 70 appearances. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was really apologetic. And I thought... John, you've just scored an absolute worldie at the <laughs> flipping, yeah. in front of in, the, in front of the cop. Like, just run around a bit, do something. Yeah. I'll be in I the mean, cop like a greyhound. Can... I'll be right up that. there. I'd do a like Remy and just do a salute. <laughs> you can Bye. still do nothing way less than he did. Yeah, because he made a big show of not <laughs> celebrating, almost to the point where it was a celebration. Yeah, yeah, an yeah celebration. But, but they did applaud him. Some of the Liverpool faithful, which yeah. was surprising. It, I, no, I don't think it is. They they like a bit of that, don't they? Well, Our boys it. showing a bit of respect. Well, okay, I suppose so. But he, he really doesn't need to, as Pete said. It's not like when Ian Rush was playing for Newcastle yeah. and he comes back and, and scores. It, 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 I mean, we talk about this a lot on the show, and I think really the only sort of situation where it is um, acceptable to do that is if you've got like a genuine affiliation for the club. Yeah. Like you came through to you, Frank, so mm. you're from the area. And you were sold um, against your wishes. You didn't really want to go, but you knew maybe yeah. you had to go to financially benefit the yeah, club. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then that's fair enough. Yeah. Right. Otherwise, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost as if he was going, no, ref, chalk it off. Yeah. Chalk it. I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. I didn't know what I was doing. I wasn't thinking. I'd like the referee to take the lead on this and go up to him and say, you're going to fucking celebrate that goal. Oh, <laughs> you, you, should, you should get booked for it. Oh, you're off. Oh, with this button, I can make the assistant referee put the flag up. <laughs> <laughs> Your choice. I, I think you should get booked for not celebrating. Yeah. Yeah. That would be excellent. Get your shirt on, not interested. <laughs> Yellow card. Ref, ref, ref should have revolvers and they just shoot them at their feet. Yeah. And they got to dance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if they don't, they get a yellow. But, yeah. Oh, no, I'm out the cut funnel. Well, you should have thought of yeah. that. Yeah. Shelby's... Uh, also, you grazed my foot with a bullet. <laughs> well, <laughs> That's not allowed. The referee shot myself in the Don't Shelby's been involved in uh, a quarter of um, Swansea's goals this season, which is pretty good, isn't it? He's done well. Yeah. That, was a, that was a lovely goal. But, um, he's, but, he's certainly also been involved in 100% <coughs> of dick picks. On Twitter, I think. <laughs> right, for Charlton. Well. He was at Charlton at the time, in right, fairness. Okay. Yes. In fairness. I, I don't remember this. What, he got his willy out and just went... I think so, yeah. Hello, Hello world. Oh, yeah, I think he did, did Is he? that the sort of thing that I need to legally check? 
Uh, probably, yeah. I, I'm going to say I think he did it. We'll tidy it up in post. Good. Yeah, we're, we're in it together, mate. Yeah. So okay. you'll never just, be left stranded. Just not down that time. Seven minutes, <laughs> 27. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, Liverpool, <laughs> Liverpool look great going forward again. Sturridge and Henderson hmm. at, uh, yeah. in, in, in amongst all what they did. Well, they flew out of the blocks again. I think it was four minutes, the first goal. That, the ball to Sturridge from Sterling, Sterling was absolutely exquisite. Like, sure, he's, he's getting on that plane, isn't he, as, <laughs> as, each, as each game goes past. Well, I would, I would go Liverpool heavy with a starting line-up, Jim. Yeah, same. Yeah. You'd have to. I'd have before... Suarez. Yeah, if you could. In, in the formation. I mean, I don't know why you wouldn't be able to play that with, with Rooney playing the Suarez role. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that, to me, that seems like the most sensible absolutely. use of Rooney as well. Mm. I, I think that... Um, uh, Liverpool have now scored. Admittedly, Manchester City got a game in hand, but Liverpool have scored more league goals than City now. Yeah, I think they've scored 103 in all competitions, and they've scored 70 in the league to City 69, I think, mm. um, which is obviously incredible given the amount of times we've heard how free-scoring City have been this season. Yeah, totally. uh, again, they've conceded three at home. It's, well, this, this is, is brilliant thing. to watch. Uh, listen, uh, listen. The Premier League is a much better place with a Brendan Rodgers Liverpool side in there. They're contributing to the Premier League in a big way. I think we should mm. be happy about that. Contributing to football in a big way. They are. They are very are. entertaining side, though. And it is nice to see some, I mean, without being, uh, you know, nice to see some Englishmen among all yeah, the, the, the stuff that's happening. I Absolutely. mean, Henderson's one of the midfielders mm. of the season. What a goal. Absolutely. Mm. And the not just one. Not just his finish, but Sturridge's work to actually get the ball across to him as yeah. well. Just, they're, they're, there's such fluidity amongst those those attacking players. It's really exciting to see. Mm. Rodgers has done such a, sorry to cut sorry, in, yeah. but he's done such a brilliant job in remodelling them in a pretty short amount of time. It's such a different style than, than what came before it. They've, got, they've, they've totally got a plan as well. I, mean, I just think he needs to really sort of sharpen up on the defensive side of things. But I said on Twitter uh, yesterday, uh, they're a joy to watch going forward. And they are a joy to watch the back as well for completely different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> but as a neutral, it's amazing to see. But do you think their defensive um, lackings could could stop a proper title challenge? Yeah, but chiefly mm. because, I mean, they certainly could because we've seen teams in the past, if you take the lifetime of the Premier League, for example... We've seen teams in the past fall short of, of lifting the Premier League title through defensive problems. The most famous one being Keegan's Newcastle. Mm. Um, so <laughs> can, and Chelsea are kind of playing like Manchester United, play, winning a lot of matches dirty. Indeed. And, 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 and that may work. But at the end of the day, if, as long as they keep winning, it doesn't matter. But the point mm. being that if, you, if all of a sudden they lose, I mean, because Suarez hasn't scored an awful lot very recently, if they lose Sturridge to injury, um, then they're still going to be conceding those goals and that's mm. going to be a problem for them. But it, you look at Chelsea, if Chelsea don't score for whatever reason, they're probably still going to get a point. Yeah. They're yeah. Not going to, they don't concede an awful lot. It was that... Uh, did it, was it Sturridge who did that terrible celebration that I sent around um, a mm, few days yeah. ago? When he was, was playing for City. Chelsea? Uh, City, City and the youth team, wasn't it? Oh, right, OK, yeah. 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 And it was, uh, it it was, was kind of like... It was... It's like a prequel to his terrible dance celebration now. Yeah, mm. yeah. it's like, like that is the finished article. His current one. It's weird. It's <laughs> very, it was very slightly strange. more crazy and hectic, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, like well, he's being electrocuted through his boots. Well <laughs> do you think? Do you well think, done. He's fourteen. Do you think Storage would celebrate against Chelsea or City? No, I reckon so. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, same. I really hope so. <laughs> he's, a, he's exactly the striker Chelsea need. It's hilarious. I know. Um, <laughs> but another thing with Liverpool, going back to them sort of sustaining a title challenge, and obviously the you know the weakness at the back, unless they sort it out definitively immediately, is going to be a problem. But I think the difference with, between them and a the team like Keegan's Newcastle, as an example, is they they just they look like they're on an adventure. Those players, they are just loving their football so much, and I don't I don't think they're putting any pressure on themselves. I think they're just enjoying each game mm. as it comes. Like as much as a cliche as that sounds it, it looks genuinely true with them and it's always easier to chase a pack rather than yeah. have a 12 point lead and yeah. sustain it like Keegan's new Rogers Ro Rogers <laughs> said that um, he said that if they were to, to get <clears throat> right up there this season it would be a year ahead of his plan yeah. um, but I think really if they can get into that top four position 
They've got a really good chance of keeping Elder Suarez. Um, mm. they, they, they do need to address their defensive problems. I mean, if you look at you don't want to be too harsh on them because, like, even Mignolet, he's a young keeper. I think he's 24, Mignolet. He's, I mean, he's been mm. around for a while, so we think of him as being a lot older, but he's not really expected traditionally to come into his pomp for another few seasons no. at least. So, I mean, if he can get a season of experience under his belt, I think he'll be a better keeper next year. Um, Sarko is a bit of a dodgy one. Depends who you believe on whether he's actually good or not. But again, it's his first season in English football, isn't it? He may yet come good. We've seen that happen so many times. I, I don't know whether Sarko was so well liked at PSG because he was a local lad and when he went back there they really loved mm. him or whether he was actually really good and they didn't want to see him go I, I, I haven't seen enough of him to yeah, no, I'm uh, but he was a lot of money and so you'd hope that um, you'd hope that he, he comes on it's funny with uh, the Daniel Agger thing because I heard a rumour that um, Barcelona wanted um, Agger and David Luiz yeah. um, well, that, the Agger rumour has been going around for a few years isn't well it? apparently um, Tata Martino didn't take either of them because one was offered to him by Sandra Rossell, one was offered to him by Zuba Zaretta, and he was new to the job and he didn't want to um, put anyone's nose out of joint, so he said mm. no to both of them. Okay. Um, I don't know, if, 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 they, if they were to sign Aga, I'm not sure whether that would be a good thing or not for Liverpool. I think it might be quite a good thing provided they could replace him with someone good. There's a lot of good young centre-backs out there, I think, um, that could potentially improve Liverpool. So if yes. they can sort that side out of it. I think Flanagan's come on well. Johnson's mm. maybe getting past his best now, I think. I don't think any, uh, that said, though, just sorry to ramble on a bit, but I don't think any of those <coughs> defenders really showed themselves in glory at the weekend. But I do get the feeling that there's going to be a lot of Premier League size, certainly in the top five spaces that you know will probably make up the, the top five in the, in the Premier League this uh, year. Um, there'll be a lot of defenders uh, needed to be brought into the Premier League this season. Cause there's, a, there's a few retiring, there's a few getting Moving you know, on, yeah. chipped off, uh, you know, shipped out as well. Um, I don't think there's going to be enough defenders to um, sit everyone. I'm here. You're saying there's yeah. not going to be enough defenders to go around? That'd be brilliant. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Imagine if every club only had like two. There has to be That'd a be fundamental insane. change of tactics. <laughs> that would be brilliant. When oh. then they get all the defenders together and go, right, if you're a defender, you know, you've got to meet in a certain place, and then they get auctioned off. Yeah. I would absolutely love it if um, if Liverpool beat, because Liverpool still got to play Chelsea and Man City at home this yeah. season. If they won both those games, then that would be a title. Oh, race. yeah. Mm. It'd be absolutely brilliant. Well, it, it's it, like we said the other week, and it's been happening all season. It is really exciting times down at Anfield, and if it would be phenomenal if um, uh, if, if they could actually go on and do it ahead of Manchester City and and Chelsea, the big spenders, of course, because mm. it has been yeah okay they've spent a few quid Liverpool have, but but it, it is much more um, Rogers coming in and the, uh, the the tactics of the formations and all that kind of stuff. Yes, Mourinho's they've got an identity. Basically, they've got an identity. Um, and Rogers was in the paper this morning saying he'll never play like a Mourinho team. He, he thinks he feels a responsibility to Liverpool to, to try and entertain and stuff. Mm. Now, whether that's true or not, or it's just coincidence that his team's playing with such freedom, it's still nice to read. It's still nice to see. You know, it's still like a few clean sheets, or at least a settle back four like Chelsea yeah. have. Yeah, yeah, right. Brendan Rogers, he made the people happy. <laughs> okay. A man who put a smile on the face of all who met. <laughs> 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 yeah, good old Brendan. Um, so yes, marvellous stuff. I mean, Swansea were unlucky. I mean, they're still down uh, in very much the lower half of the of the league table. Four points off relegation, still in trouble. Yeah, you worry a little bit about them, but they do have enough quality, and they've got at least they've got an identity. You look at other teams there, like Cardiff and Fulham, for example, and you just think. Well, you don't think Swansea will go down there? No, I don't think so. No, I don't think they will. Mm. Okay. Um, Chelsea versus Everton, one nil. Howard own goal, which was credited to John Terry by John Terry immediately. <laughs> well, no, but by the BBC was no, it? but I, I mean the way he celebrated. Yeah, but I don't think you can blame him for that. No, it's a last-minute winner. No, I don't no, but he, he, 
really did look like he was claiming having done it. I always find it strange when players do that. I mean, I, I know it's fair enough, but it just looks a little jarring. No, I'm actually yeah. going to stick up with big JT there. I don't think he did celebrate like he... I just think he was really, really pleased, and he was at the... Uh, he's the, done worse. Come on. He's done a lot worse. History will judge him to be fair, on and he, off the pitch. That will not even be a footnote. <laughs> <laughs> I, I suppose it's difficult to celebrate and show that you didn't... That you're not claiming to score yeah. it, so yeah, yeah. I'll get off uh, your he back, would have JT. to celebrate like John Joe Shelby did. It's a, it's <laughs> a like, no, 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 it wasn't me, it wasn't me, but I'm still really happy. Essentially, it's a last minute winner to keep him at the top of the table. Yeah. the business end you of the season. You know what? Actually, the more the appropriate thing to do, the more appropriate thing to do would have been to stand there in front of Tim Howard, pointing at him, going, ah. <laughs> Ah, yeah. that way we all would have known that Terry's not claiming it. Do, do you remember? Uh, I think changed. Yeah. Do you guys? Re- <laughs> do you guys remember? I think it was when they were Chelsea were playing West Ham a few years ago, and they scored a, a late goal anyway, or whatever. And I think it was a goal, <clears throat> an important goal. I'm putting sketch on this, but the point is that they were they were getting Terry and Lampard were getting pelters from West Ham fans all game. I think mm. it was West Ham anyway, but they were getting pelters anyway. And in the match of the day highlights, when the goal went in, you saw Terry and Lampard go over to the away, the as it was home fans, and and Terry was beating his chest, just going trophies, trophies, <laughs> trophies, <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it was picked up on the uh, mic, so you could oh, see wow. him doing it. And it was like I remember at the time, he was being really confused, thinking, "Why trophies, are you saying that?" Trophies, yeah. trophies, yeah. <laughs> trophies, trophies, everything's for sale. That <laughs> <laughs> like, is good to be fair. Like if he's maybe taking, he was asking, get my mum to get it. He was inquiring after an engraver. Yeah, yeah. Mm. maybe you got a beer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't have a go at someone. Do you remember when Frank Lampard scored away at Anfield a number of years ago, and he was beating his chest, sharing Frankie Lampard? Yeah, I like that. Oh. <laughs> Frankie Lampard. Yeah, yeah. yeah There's only be. one Frankie. No, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, could be me. Could be me. Um, yeah. So Chelsea Jeez. top of the league, Pete. Top of the league. Yeah. Oh, well done, everyone. Marching on. Everton were unlucky. But, um, yeah, I thought they did quite well, especially in midfield. And, and to be fair to Martinez, he did really sort of go for it. it I think he, they, they sensed a bit of blood and they thought that they were going uh, to do it. And, and some of his substitutions from memory were quite attacking, and I applaud that. Yeah, he's, he's, he's done well there. The whole of Liverpool are, are really uh, doing a lot of good services to football this season, mm. Everton-Liverpool, I think. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely, I completely agree with you. I think yeah. Everton have just shown up in the last few games. I don't think they've, um, they've not been that great. Um, over the last few games and I've said that heavy defeat to Liverpool I think they've just come up a bit short of quality but it's early days for them under Martinez Absolutely. as I've said a hundred times before this season the way they've taken on board Martinez's style compared to what they had before under Moyes does mm. show that they really buy into it and they like him and also you cannot not like the way Martinez says squad and quality <laughs> and okay oh no that's the other thing <laughs> um, but Liverpool I mean they've got Martinez who's who's Getting his style implemented at Everton, obviously Rogers. Liverpool could be the most attractive footballing city um, on the planet. Yeah. In the next few few seasons, they've got industry and bluster. Yeah. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to Tramir. Just like the football. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it, Chelsea. There was reports that um, Didier Drogba was being lined up for a player slash strikers coaching role. Mm. Which is uh, an interesting one. Obviously, they play them this week in the uh, Galatasaray this week. And Javier Zanetti was going to join Chelsea's player coach. But he's rubbish oh, that report. I would mm. no like to see that. No. <laughs> would anyone like to see that? I mean, come on. They haven't played that much this season anyway, he's Zanetti? No, I can imagine that when Zanetti dies, they'll take his body and just cast the statue around it and put it outside the San Zero. He's, not, <laughs> yeah. he's got to be there forever, surely. I, I would not like to see him go anywhere else. Yeah, <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. He's yeah. not going anywhere. Uh, what about Arsenal, Jim? They beat Sunderland 4-1. Yeah, it was nice to get a, a good win. Um, you know, you would expect them to beat Sunderland at home with all due respect to Sunderland. Um, Pete, feel free to, um, you know, <laughs> not adhere to that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Giroud needed it, obviously, after a difficult week where he'd been a bit naughty. 
Um, obviously too tired to play yeah. against Bayern because of all the fun, the extramarital no, fun. A couple of good finishes, two real strikers. Yeah, actually, absolutely. Um, the first one in particular was a, a lovely move, but Riziki's goal was brilliant as well. It's, it's good to see that Arsenal have signed him up um, to stay on for a bit longer. He's 33, 33 now. now yeah. he's, wow. missed, he's missed so much football. but um, And, you know, a lot of people, myself included, really thought he was perhaps past it, like, uh, mm. you know, when he'd initially come back. But over the past two seasons, he'd again been injured but come back at crucial times and really given Arsenal some drive when they needed it and the experience he has it's just brilliant and he's he sets the example for how to press in games where we need to in the Sunderland game I think you could see the frustration at not being able to get nearby and was taken out on Sunderland just because mm. you know uh, where well, I think it's fair to say Sunderland aren't as good as Bayern yeah. and uh, that, we see this so often with Arsenal whenever we've beaten Chelsea actually in, in recent times it's been because we've pressed them really really hard and it's, it's something that seems to sort of dip in and out of our game and I'd like to see us do a lot more often where in, sort of in the bigger games but yeah it was just it's a sign of Arsenal kind of just getting up and dusting themselves off again, which we've seen so many times this season. We've got another really difficult run coming up, and as long as we can just stay focused and think, OK, right, the last few tough runs haven't gone so well, but here's another crack at it. Let's, let's see if we can do better this time. Yeah, it's, it's good. Rosicci's goal was, was, was a lovely one. A number of people tweeted me dink saying, of the week. is he going to get the, the dinked award? Well, I, I, that was a dink, but it's not the dink I'm looking for. Okay. Because well, you've it, got a very specific. That, I mean, well, that was a very that was a high quality goal, Marcus. It was a high quality goal, but the the, the dink finish wasn't the best part about it. It was the build up. Mm. For me, a dink is 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 when you when you when you have a one on one. That was kind of like he got there just before the keeper. Mm. And, and yeah, flicked, I you mean. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, not like yeah. a classic but dink. Rosicki being the the dinker. Yeah. Um, had actually done a lot of work himself to then get into the dinking position. Do you but not? True, yeah. but does but, that not have any weight? But the dinky was already it. on the floor. The goalkeeper, pretty much, was he not? The I, dinky was going. Surely, for the but ball. you have to. He's got to be going down at least to even attempt to dink. Otherwise, you're not going to score. And yeah, it's a crazy he was, he was, waste he was of like the dink. He was like the the, the blow, He was the tailor, if you will. The dinker. I, I think you're looking at me. Yeah, I think I think you bit. I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. I think you're being and it is harsh. my award. I think you're, yeah, true. <laughs> I think you're being harsh. I think he could. It really, is my fictional he, award. He was. Prese- you, I don't think you've ever given out. From my, <laughs> he was from presented with an p- opportunity, yes. and it's the only way he could score. And he mm. showed great presence of mind to do it. I'd like to work out Jim's point about Riziki. I think he does really set a tempo for Arsenal when he plays. I, he's one. Of, I'm obviously not an Arsenal fan, but when I see them, I think they look, for me at least, better with him in the team. Yeah. Um, he's just he's just so experienced, old head in his shoulders. I think the, the game against Sunderland. It was really, I, mean, I don't want to take anything away from Arsenal, it was a buy. Because you've got players on that side who obviously don't want to be suspended or injured for the mm, cup final. Yeah. They know no one's expecting them to get anything out of the game. And um, really, you know, it, it was a cakewalk for Arsenal. Yeah, and, and of course, Arsenal probably would have beaten them anyway, if, even if Sunderland were really at it. But it wasn't indicative of how Poirier's got them playing since he took no, over. No, Virginia was, had a shocker in particular. Oh, that was absolutely uh, dreadful, wasn't it? I've seen apparently they were going to buy uh, Draxler for 30 million euros, but Schalke turned <laughs> uh, turn them down in January transfer window. That's coming from Schalke. Yeah, that, that's that a came out a little while ago as well, and for some weirdly resurfaced today. But I mean, that's that's encouraging from an Arsenal point of view. Obviously, it's frustrating that we didn't get him, but the fact that we're trying to get these sort of bigger players in shows that the financial mm. muscle goes a bit further than just getting those at Ozil. So that's encouraging for the summer, and you know, sends a good message to the players at the club as well that we're going to be trying to strengthen even. More. And they get they got stoked this weekend, haven't they? We have because because there's that have you seen that flyer that um, a couple of naughty stock lads have kind of said yeah, yeah, it's horrible. About, about yeah I saw that it's like I didn't see that. those monkeys have finally got their typewriter and yeah. type, they haven't quite got Shakespeare <laughs> essentially because Aaron Ramsey put his finger to his lips doing a sort of shush sign um, 
when it was it when they played them last. Yeah, at the uh, end he scored, I think, and um, and now they've said that you know we were going to Stoke are basically. It's obviously not indicative of general Stoke fans, no. I'm sure, but some Stoke uh, members of a fans, you know, whatever, have, have released something saying, "Oh, well, we were going to be nice, season. Season. we're not now." It looks like yeah. such a kind of it, it looks like such a sort of BMP leaflet sort of thing. The, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. graphic design of it looks so eighties. It's so kind of like oh, it's yeah. horrible. They said it's dirty. They claim that it's um, because he he keeps it going on. He's the one that keeps it. Um, being as as nasty as it is when when the two uh, when, well, when Stoke and Ramsey meet, um, but you know they're, they're booing him at, at, at the Britannia because he got his leg broken and then wasn't too happy about it. That's what they seem to take issue with that he wasn't happy with Shawcross. The timeline is leg. the timeline is he got a, he got um, a broken leg. Uh, okay. He was a young man. He was devastated by it. He mm. said some things he probably shouldn't have said. I'm sure he'd admit that now. But the fact is, he got a bro- leg broken, right? Mm. Then he was getting booed for that. Then when he scored, he went to shush the fans for booing him. They've thrown their rattle out and now done this fanzine thing. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely... It's not even merit. I know we're just discussing it, but it's not even worthy of merit. It's no. an idiot. But what is, though, is Dennis Burkamp had a statue of him unveiled outside the Emirates, which is a nice thing to see. Can mm. there be a player around that's played for Arsenal and not had a statue? Ian Wright. When's Nelson Vivas getting one? Ian Wright's not happy about it, is he? <laughs> is he not, no? Well, I think their when pictures they... are all around the Emirates, isn't it? They've got massive uh, yeah, pictures yeah, yeah, of yeah. pretty much everyone who played. And the first team squad on the bridge as you go over as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or like Lugini? Mm. Yeah, Lugini will get one. Yep. Definitely. Definitely. Ian Selly? <laughs> yeah, man on the telly. Did you reckon they got that statue flown in? Oh. Cardiff City were beaten 4 0 by Hull. Mm. Wow. Has there ever been a team in the Premier League that wear their away kit more than Hull? <laughs> I've questioned a few times. Have they changed their kit like Cardiff have? What's going on here? Yeah, I'm not making a comment on that. Um, <laughs> big Tommy Huddleston scored the first. Yelovic. Mm. Yelovic um, is a good striker and he did get two goals. He does miss a couple of chances, though. It's nice to see him at least around again, though, isn't it? Yeah, but. but or in and around. Yeah. <laughs> even though he misses a couple of chances, though, the, the hunger is still there and he's still got. He doesn't look. Like his confidence has been affected, so he's no. he's, he's there to pounce on them. I he's think just... it obviously a change as a good arrest, isn't it? He's, he's in a new environment now. He's got a lot of good players around him. Huller having a decent season. Mm. I'm not suggesting he didn't have players around him at Everton, but he just didn't play. Yeah. And I'll tell you, he was also a really good sign. Shane Long, yeah. his, his link-up yeah. play is superb. He's such a good all-round striker, and and he's certainly got had a role to play in the Levitt scoring. You see, Miller um, uploaded a video clip of himself. Uh, on the field to his own Instagram account, him getting tripped up uh, where the referee missed this trip. Was that right? I've never seen a footballer <laughs> contravene his own TV broadcast rights. <laughs> <laughs> like, technically, that's illegal. Is it counted by his image rights, though? Uh, I don't know. No, because no, like, no, he's somebody's... David Myler. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Um, Livermore played well as well. Got the, got the full. Um, according to Hull owners... Asem and Ihab Alem, um, Hull City might have to increase the club's season tickets by fifty percent if the FA um, don't let. Yeah, well, if the FA don't let them rename the club Hull Tigers, this is because apparently that at least at least two big sponsorship deals with global com- companies have been lined up for next season on the condition that the team is called Hull Tigers. It's amazing, that, isn't it? I mean, if I if I buy a lottery ticket and it doesn't come in, that doesn't mean that I have to rob a bank. It's not a perfect analogy, but I know what you. I I think he's. I think think he's talking nonsense. Where's that sponsor come from? A tiger. Yeah. Like who? Who would have it on the proviso to upset the whole city? Well, this is. Yeah, I think he's. um, He said, didn't he, that the reason, of course, why he wanted to call them Hull Tigers was to make them more Mm. commercially uh, attractive. 
And so when people are like, no, 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 you can't have have a call to Tigers. Well, uh, we've got a lot of sponsorship deals, so you're, you're, mm. the fans are yeah. going to pay for this. Frosties. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger beer. Yeah. So, yeah. Tiger beer. <laughs> Yeah. So. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, so it seems a bit unfair if that does happen, so um we shall uh, ponder. It's not gonna happen, we shall ponder indeed. Uh Newcastle United beat Aston Villa one nil. Thank goodness, Pete Donaldson. Very dull match. Um the best mm. thing though coming out of Newcastle is the reported interest um that Vince McMahon is uh, keen in buying Newcastle United Football yeah. Club. The reason why this is definitely true is a Newcastle source told a British website that Vince McMahon has been sniffing around the club and seems keen on pursuing his interests. He he sees England as an untapped market for his wrestling empire. But it's huge here. I mean, they do tours here. This is just a story that's been generated from, like, 2011. Yeah. It's been recycled. Yeah, it's it? mad that it's come back. Mm-hmm. So the internet's like, kind of, I don't know, it's just eating, eating itself. itself. Yeah. And it's you know, it's uh, over. Newcastle United, ruined it. Newcastle United don't need a businessman. They don't need a, an entertainment, you know, head honcho. They just need an idiot. They need an idiot who likes football, and that's all they need. You, you put your hat in the ring, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got any money. Pete, um, I saw that, I'm pretty sure I read that uh, Mike Ashley's company's uh, posted quite good uh, figures recently as well. Yeah, which well further done. backs up what we were talking about, about how like you just want to get keep sportsdirect.com in the news, yeah. basically. Well, which well, I've well. just done. Can oh, you yeah. beat that me saying sportsdirect.com? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Excellent. But thank goodness they won that yeah. game. I was watching that game instead of Liverpool-Swansea. How oh, well done. That was annoying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was Sky's choice. No, but it was one of those ones where you watch a game and you think, I don't care who scores, somebody score. And you leap up and you ah! It was almost games. like they were <laughs> released some kind Sky of had selected that emotion. game as some sort of punishment because they were unhappy with their viewers and subscribers. Yeah. Well, we're not giving them Liverpool Swansea, we're giving them Newcastle United Aston Villa. All right? <laughs> and they're going to learn their lesson. Damn right, <laughs> damn right. Uh, good win for Norwich against Spurs, 1 0. Lovely mm. stuff there. Um, Spurs were poor, I thought. Snodgrass with a nice finish. Mm. And uh, Manchester United beat Crystal Palace 2 0 away. Wayne Rooney scored a nice one after signing a new contract with the club. Which will see him get paid around three hundred grand a week. He's Worth set it. to become captain next season as well, and will be consulted on transfers <laughs> and will be basically bigger than the. Club. Is he on the board? I think so. <laughs> didn't he? Didn't he? Last time he, he signed a really big uh, uh, deal, he scored a couple of absolute beauties, and then went against... on quite a good went, went on quite a good run after was that. Against Manchester City, he scored the overhead kick. Maybe he's just a man who likes long-term financial security. Yeah, maybe, maybe. gets I mean, him going. Isn't? I mean, within two or three seasons, he'll be agitating for a move, won't he? If the current pattern continues, well, it's an interesting deal. This because it's essentially two different parts to it. So you've got, I think, really, if you're going to sort of assess how what you feel about this, you've got to look at the two facets which are the football side and the commercial side now obviously we don't know the commercial side of it well enough I mean yep. they've obviously taken a, a considered decision that he, commercially he is worth that much mm. money to them mm. through through different merchandise and that sort of different bits and pieces um, the third sort of dimension to it for me is whether they've done that with a view to potentially selling him anyway but just getting a much better price for him because Perhaps. for me from footballing reasons and we've all watched Wayne Rooney now since he's Debut, you know, we've, he's one of yeah. the few few players that we've known long enough, yeah. you know, for, for, for that to be the case. There's nothing about Wayne Rooney as an athlete that t- says to me he is still going to be functioning at a very top level at 33 years no. old. So, f- for that reason, now there have been reports that actually this 300,000 pound a week is a bit of an, a stupid figure because it depends on lots of different bits and pieces, right. which is fair enough. 
Um, we won't know the details of that either. Yeah, net and gross and all that. Well, and all the image rights and, the, and yeah, bonuses. bonuses. But I, th- I think what we do know is there's no way. I would say with pretty pretty good confidence that Wayne Rooney's not going to be operating at that level for Man United at 33 when this contract expires, or even 32, because he's just not that sort of athlete. It's, it's, it's not like the bosses of Manchester United aren't already quite aware of how a, a um, sports entertainment entity operates. You know what I mean? It, they're kind of familiar with how image rights and stuff works. So I, I think they would. They probably thought about this and thought, well, what can we get from him if he does go on? Will we still own a piece of him? Maybe maybe sure. there's, a, there's a part of that in the contract, but, I don't know. But is this tying Wayne Rooney down for the rest of his best years? And so if someone comes in for him, they can sell him off for a fee? Rather I think than, his best years are yeah. way behind him. Well, you, you could argue that, but, I mean, he could have a fan, fantastic next three or four years. He could do. Mm. Who's so a better footballer, Robin Van Persie or Wayne Rooney at the moment? But Van Persie's, what, three years older, is he? And I would argue he's probably got still... The, the way that he looks after himself from what I see, you know, he didn't come he off gets, pre-season. He didn't, he I know he gets in, but what I'm saying is that he comes off, off, off pre-season and he doesn't look, like, three pounds heavier every mm. single week he plays. I'd, That's I'd, the point I'm getting. I, I, don't, I, I don't know how you feel about it, Marcus, but just out of interest. In 2011 and 12, when Rooney got 35 goals, 34 goals, um, is he? Can you imagine him doing that again? No, absolutely. Has he got what? Ten Premier League goals this season? Um, something around. Well, that. He's, yeah, he's scored yeah. ten, ten plus goals for ten consecutive years or something like that. But Wayne Rooney is a very important player to Manchester United. Let's not yeah, there's more here. than goals in Rooney's game. And, to be fair and to me. if they sold him, it would probably be to Chelsea, like we said the other week. He won't go to Bayern. Is he this just a piss to... off Chelsea deal? Not necessarily. I think it's it's to. To keep him at the club, you know, if he's not going to go to Barcelona or Real Madrid or Bayern Munich or PSG, they're the only clubs that realistically could afford him, um, and uh, probably wouldn't, none of them would want him. Chelsea have made interest, uh, made inquiries allegedly uh, to Rooney before. He ca- they cannot afford for him to go to Chelsea. No, they can't. They can't do that, and so they've offered him a great big deal. Yeah, I think consulting him on transfers and all that kind of stuff, I think is a little bit over the but top. A lot's been made of that. Yeah, of the, yeah, you don't know. That yeah, you don't. You don't know whether the, this whole thing about Wayne really being kept across transfers in quotes. But you don't know the details of that. I mean, no. they may, that may just be something that newspapers have run with because at some point it was mentioned that he would be. Um, Talk to about players are trying to sign, which you would think is, is pretty mm. standard for like a senior pro. At the yeah, club. absolutely. It doesn't necessarily mean he's dictating the contracts. No. I it? think that would be odd, wouldn't it? I Although I would love to see that if Wayne Rooney was, for some reason, having to take on all the admin as well to earn <laughs> that salary. Explaining <laughs> net. <laughs> you'd want, you'd wonder whether. I mean, presumably Moyes and Rooney are getting on well then, because I know there was a bit of sort of acrimony when he left Everton. Mm. But you wonder Long whether. Ago, I'd, I'd quite like to have seen Moyes take a brave move and say, well, we're, not, we're going to try and we're going to try and you know get another player in or something like that. Mm. You know, do something a bit different because. Rooney, as you, he's, he's never. I mean, there was talking on. Um, I think it was the BBC the other day. Saying, "Oh yeah, if Wayne Rooney breaks Bobby Charlton's scoring record, will he get like a statue?" It's like no way. The way he's acted, there's absolutely <laughs> no way. The fans won't take. Fans don't absolutely love him anyway because of the way he acts and the, what, what he's done in the past. You wonder whether it's a chance for him to make a real fresh, fresh break. And I know, I know that it's easy for me to say because he goes to Chelsea, he banks thirty goals in Chelsea, winning three titles in a row, and they go, "What are you doing?" Yeah. You know, but I understand that. But I thought it might be a slightly braver move to let him go for that money. I mean, seventy million over so many years trying to attract a new player to the club freshen it up a bit you know give matter room to breathe all these things have got to be considered yeah. um, so to me it just felt like a bit of a default sort of well, not cowardly but a less than brave move if you know what I mean yeah very true very true let's move on to the championship um, Leicester beat Ipswich 3-0 they look good Leicester don't Huge. they yeah, yeah exactly. very good very good indeed 8 points clear Newsworth is 18th of the season 
So get your bets in. We've said it before. Yeah, exactly. It is the difference. <laughs> but look at Derby. They're, they're into third, just two points off Burnley in second. Steve McLaren has turned that club round. Yeah. Just going back to, 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 to um, the Leicester thing, hasn't David Nugent scored like a ridiculous amount of goals against Ipswich? I think he scored something like 15 goals in 13 games against Ipswich. <laughs> yeah, he just punishes them. Truly the difference. I think he might have even scored for Pompey against Ipswich. <laughs> in the FA Cup or something, maybe. Yeah. I might be making that up. But yeah, they, they did look really good. I mean, it's hard to see them being anything other than a Premier League team yeah. this season. What about Derby, Jim? They're going to be a Premier League team, aren't they? Well, it looks that way, doesn't it? They've got real momentum. Um, it was a... It was, you know, wasn't the most sort of glamorous win, was it? Just 1-0 over Bournemouth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. Um, but Burnley Wolves is looking a talent as well. I, mean, yeah, I hope yeah, they get good. up. I'm, I'm excited to see what they can do. Burnley aren't dropping many points either. The, good, the, 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 the big thing about that top part of the table, I almost said the good thing then, let the mask slip, uh, is that QPR, <laughs> QPR are struggling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've got nothing against QPR. I think they're a really good club, proper club. I've been to Loftus Road plenty of times. Got a lot of time for them, but um, I don't like to see a Redknapp do well. Um, <laughs> there's talk now that he, he might even be off. Yeah. It's so funny. Either by like, his own choice or, off again. or not. Well, the thing is, it's so funny how the way he manipulates it because there's suddenly seven points off automatic promotion yeah. okay they've, they've lost three in a row they, they haven't won for four or five games now mm. in, the, in the league um, now all of a sudden these pals in the press I mean admittedly they've got a game in hand but there's still seven points automatic promotion all of a sudden there's you can see it happening yeah. like clockwork <laughs> the next phase will be when he leaves and everyone does all these articles saying it wasn't really his fault yeah. all these ed- editorials with him but what's happening now is all of a sudden from nowhere Oh no! Yeah, he's got real bad problems yeah, with his, his knees. knees are giving and him uh, so he, he's not sure whether he wants to retire. Oh really? <laughs> What's happening is he's about to get the chop, everyone, <laughs> because he's not putting. The, he's got the the biggest squad in the world. He's got, <laughs> he's got a squad the same size as every other team in the championship put together, <laughs> and he still can't buy a win. And so they're not going to get promoted automatically. The, he won't have the fight for the playoffs, and they're not going to go up. And with the investment they've made, that's a disaster for QPR, especially with the plans they've got long term. Just call it as it is. Yeah. It's not been good. I mean, what, what I like about it is we all go, always go on about like Harry Redknapp's friends and the uh, friends in the press and stuff. What do you actually get out of um, being friends with Harry Redknapp? Because like, if you think about it, like easy you, if, quotes, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, but if you're yeah, but if you're friends with like a footballer, it's kind of like oh, he might take you out to a party or something. Harry Redknapp, what's he going to take you fishing <laughs> or something? I yeah, I, know you mean. I, don't I think know. they just get such easy, easy sort of inside information. He's always on the phone to them and stuff. Right, yeah. okay. But I was going to say to you, the thing that's not been made much <laughs> transfer of, exclusive, surely. Yeah, well, it must be that sort of stuff. We talked about. Um, I'm not sure we talked. about in depth last week about the Ravel Morrison thing going to keep it low, right? And the reasons behind that, and it's all quite legally sensitive, of course. But Allardyce did come out in his evening Stanley column last week and say, oh, you know, this wasn't true, it wouldn't do any of that sort of stuff. And whether you believe that or not, it's up to you. <laughs> but what you can believe is, because it's true, West Ham couldn't even put a striker on the bench at the weekend, mm. right? They didn't have enough strikers to put on the bench, mm. but they still loaned Maiga and Morrison. Oh, but did and you see what Maiga did? My God. Um, when he, Hang on, when well, you he, said Tarat there. Sorry, Maiga and uh, Morrison yeah. out to QPR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But Maiga, like, he'd rounded the goalkeeper, had a chance to um, <laughs> to just, you know, t- take a bit of a touch and score into an open goal. Just run it out of play. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> suggesting he's a brilliant player or anything. But oh, I know mean, you're not. But it's it grist to the mill, isn't it? incredible. They've not even got a striker on the bench. Yeah. It's a funny one <laughs> with Morrison, Mates certainly. before matches. Mates before matches. Not good enough, Allardyce. Not good enough for a non-night of the realm. It's like the sort of bitter... Former future England managers club, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> how can we get? Yeah, I'm happy to do this, but how can we adapt it so it really scuppers Roy Hodgson as well? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, did I, I, did and, I read that like West Ham are like third in the farm table or something? 
To be fair to Allardyce, they've won four in a row. They've, I mean, he's turned it around there, but it is quite funny you're talking about the former England managers thing because not only is, is or nearly former managers, McLaren has overtaken yeah. him. Yeah. So it's a little, True, little extra. Yeah. You can imagine Sam Allardyce, like Ravel Morrison. If, if, I mean, Ravel Morrison is a good player. Imagine if he was like ten times better than he is now. He was like Rooney back in 2004, yeah. right? and he was like the great hope for English football. Yeah. Allardyce would still load him out to QPR. Yeah. And he still wouldn't go to the World Cup because he'd be playing in the Championship. Yeah. There's, a, there's, yeah, there's an article in the Garden you may want to may want to read about that, um, but yeah, a good win for Charlton over QPR. They're, they're, they're down dungeons, but hopefully, uh, I like we like Chris Powell. Let's see um, mm. Charlton stay up uh, in the Scottish oh, Premier. Like, before he left for Scotland, oh, yeah. did you see uh, the um, Scunthorpe uh, keeper? Oh god! Yeah. <laughs> no, what was this one? Going to get away with that? <laughs> What happened here? Uh, oh, so they beat, they beat so they, Portsmouth. They, they beat Portsmouth 5-1, five, I believe. One. Yeah. And the keeper had so little to do. At one point, he took a selfie with one of the crowd. <laughs> that is quite funny. Which is <laughs> when we scored our goals. We're up yours. Is that right? <laughs> no. Oh, that'd be good. Also, <laughs> the, uh, the famous Pompey fan did the dizzy stick, didn't he, at half-time? Oh, yeah. I didn't see that. Uh, oh, yeah, he yeah. did. Dizzy stick. I'm not joking. For about three seasons, the dizzy stick was the highlight of going to front yeah, but the dizzy stick's yeah. quality. He, he yeah. fell over without even like managing to do his yeah. run-up. I've been doubled over in tears watching that before. The dizzy stick's quality. Over into watching Pompey, of course, as yeah, well, yeah, but for yeah. different reasons. He didn't manage. To, he didn't manage to kick it, did he? he sort of fell over, yeah. and uh, <laughs> he just looked. He looked really sad for a bit. It was heartbreaking, yeah, but then he was fine again. Have you ever met him, Luke? Who the famous guy, the, John Westwood, the, the Pompey fan with the cowbell and the no yeah. clothes? That wasn't him, was it? it was him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's always drunk anyway. Um, yeah, I have. I've, um, <laughs> oh, libelous! Well, <laughs> yeah. Let's see if he's hey, organised enough to sue us. Just in case you didn't get the first time, he's always drunk. I have. I have a couple of. Uh, my favourite story about him is that um, you used to always see him at away games and stuff. But um, I remember once being at Fratton Park. Uh, it, was not when I, it wasn't when I had a season ticket. But it was when I was um, a bit later on when I come back from uni or something. I was watching a game and I was sat quite close to him. And it was around the time um, when Portsmouth. I think it was a season when Portsmouth got promoted, so they were doing really well. And there's quite a lot of press on them. There's a lot of press on uh, Johnny Westwood, who's the name of the guy, because he's, it was quite a novelty thing, right? And it got to the point where he started to massively believe his own hype. Mm. And he would be like signing autographs mm. for other fans and stuff. <laughs> oh my goodness. And this guy in front of me, yeah, this guy in front of me, uh, he was with his son, he's about 10, uh, maybe, or maybe a bit younger, and, his, and, and he ran off uh, with his programme. And I think his dad thought he was going to go and get an autograph for them from a player who's warming up, but he went over to get one from John Westwood, came back, and, he, he's, and his dad's like, what did you do that for? And he went, oh, I just want to get his autograph. He said, if you want an autograph of a fucking drunk man who stinks, come and see me next time. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. That's, that's the only anecdote i got. But he's always, always getting banned from like away grounds and stuff. It's a bit embarrassing. Really. I think other people think that all oh, the Pompey fans love him, but I don't think that's right. true. Yeah, it is true, though. Um, <laughs> well it, done, Scunthorpe. Well done, indeed. Scottish yeah. Premiership. Jim, Jim Coulson as well, who does all the uh, nope. on-pitch stuff. Yep. Scunthorpe are a good team. I'll mm. tell you, they're doing really well. Okay. Now, the Scottish Premiership, really? Mm. Yeah, all right then. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, he was well dressed, that Scunthorpe bloke, wasn't he? <laughs> um, uh, Fraser Forster broke the Scottish League record for minutes without conceding a goal. 1,215 minutes, 13 consecutive clean sheets. He, so missed, a, he missed this. There was a massive loop when Crosser came in and he flapped on it, and I was thinking, he's going to lose it. He's going to lose it. It was like 10 minutes to the end. It was like, oh my God. Yeah, oh dear, What's got, wrong with you? Got away with it, though. Hell of a keeper. My goodness. Newcastle should have got rid of him. On the plane? Mm, maybe. I think so. Um, mm. Ross, uh, this, the, put that in perspective that's like way more than the Serie A record 
uh, Sebastian Rossi had. Yeah. It's like, it's like 300 minutes more or something. Yeah, Serie A's a little bit more competitive league. Serie A's struggling in the league. <laughs> like, like 24 <laughs> points too or something. something like I that. heard a rumour that Ali McCoy said, I don't know what EO worried about, we haven't conceded the top flight goal for two years. Hey. <laughs> I hope that's true. Like, Ali. I'm, not sure, I'm not sure if that is true. but I hope, I hope so. um, Whatever you think about McCoy, he'd be good for a night out. Yeah. Mm, and mm-hmm. that's what football... We've all seen Questioner Sport and that <laughs> Sue Barker flirtation. There you go. <laughs> was that one of the greatest on-screen romances in British television history? It's like Tim and Don. It was. It was. Mm. But mm. better. But sportier. <laughs> Mulder uh, and more... Scully, but with <laughs> sport chat. With trivia. <laughs> uh, like, uh, no, I won't say it. Um, Fucking. <laughs> and he has. Um, uh, Ross County 2, St Mirren 1. Mm. Oh, the buddies went down. This match was meant to be shown in its entirety after the match was played at five thirty. <laughs> Obviously, that's that rule in Great Britain between three o'clock and five yeah. o'clock. Can't show mm. live football on Saturday. Uh, it was meant to go out on on the BBC uh, Gaelic language channel. BBC Alba, who other most normal people will know from when you accidentally press channel up one too many times when looking for BBC One. Mm. One four three to one four four. Used oh, to be okay. one one four three. Used to be uh, BBC One HD. Mm. HD fans. Oh, right, okay. Probably still is actually. If you flick it too high, get to BBC Alba. Is that, on, is what's that on going Sky on? or Virgin Media? Sky. I was going to say, yeah. depending mm. on your box. I would expect believe to... in better. <laughs> <laughs> I would expect to see those kind of channels past the babe stations, past the radio stations. No. R- sat at the back next to the channel guide. No, no, no it's, B- it's all the BBC, brother. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah they're all well, in Nollywood. All I like a little bit, like a bit of Nollywood. Nollywood. Like you have to like pay for Nollywood now. Oh, do you? A lot of setups. We still got we still got Ben though. Ben, that's very good. Yeah. Which one's Ben? It's the it's Nigel. Nigerian, uh, but it think it's more current affairs. What I like about mm. Nollywood is they, they don't change the pixelation, so it is like you're watching live footage. Great. Do you mm. know what I mean by Good that? Good stuff, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. probably not shot on proper film. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. I like that. A bit more real life. Anyway, BBC Britain. Alba, you don't know what's going on. Yeah, exactly. Well, th- this was, as I say, this match was meant to go out at 5.30, um, shown as live, of course, it was played a, l- a tiny bit earlier. Um... They had to play it after the watershed due to the constant swearing that was consistently picked up by the BBC microphones. What's the, um, around you, the have you got any examples? Not any examples, but I mean, I could make some up if you want. Any, but, uh, <laughs> did he get your cheapies? Was that <laughs> if only. Yeah. When when there it, was so much swearing, it had to go out after <laughs> nine o'clock. <laughs> but when there's so few people, I think, the, um, I, think I looked, there's six and a half thousand in, yeah. that, in that, um, they call it the sta- a stadium as well, which I think is stretching it for six and a half thousand. Oh, yeah. Come on, a Stadium. Um, Pete, time. wash your mouth. Out. Don't be so elitist. Big time. I'm just saying that it's, that's around about the same um, attendance as Victoria Park. Not attendance, but you know, allocation. Having a go at the Global Energy Stadium. From your sports direct ivory tower. I'm just saying nobody wins. What is it? The Global what? The Global Energy Stadium. The Global Energy Stadium. And it's the F in Global. When there's such so few people in the ground compared to the big actual. Stadium, yeah. um, you can pick out everybody. When, yeah, of if course, one yeah. person shouts, you can really hear it. Oh you yeah, can yeah, really yeah, hear yeah. it. It's shrill. There's a, there was an amazing uh, a, a clip from. Obviously, it was like uh, one of those Danny Baker fabulous world of freak football videos, our own girls and gaps or something like that. And, um, and, it, and it is one of those smaller grounds. <laughs> this bloke's about to take a free kick, just taking his time. And as clear as day, you could just hear, "Get on with it, you tosser!" <laughs> <laughs> Love that. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. So good. You're starved of that in the yeah. top flight. This is Scotland's top flight. It's brilliant, people. Get involved. <laughs> There's absolute hilarity. Derek Adams, manager of Ross County, good old fashioned Aberdeen man. Yeah. Hey. Have a go at him. We can have a go at him next, are you? <laughs> Never get a go at that. <laughs>
Hands-free, mate. Uh, hands-free, yeah. Hands-free hands Googling. <laughs> Voice activated. <laughs> Derek <laughs> Adams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, so there you go. That's the Scottish <laughs> Premiership. That also reminds me of the famous uh, treatment off the pitch. Treatment, <laughs> treatment off the pitch. Yeah, well, that's new FIFA ruling, new FIFA ruling. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's a whole group of people. Yeah, about five Still wonderful. <laughs> Still wonderful. Um, hearts are... Uh, Struggling and are going to get relegated by the looks of it. Must you know, everybody? Must you bloody know? What's mm. next for the magnificent Gorgies, mate? <sighs> uh, getting back into the Scottish Premiership. Yeah, that's it. it's all about next season. Yeah. They're, a, they're a club of the future, well, not of the present well, of right, the future. Am I right in saying there'll be a huge game between Hearts and Rangers next season? Then? Oh, there might be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, huge game. I mean, yeah, no, it would be four a, games. Yeah. Probably. I think there would be a nostalgic. Oh, we remember you guys. Yeah. 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 Oh, f- funny to meet you here, yeah. kind of thing. And yeah. they'd go up together. That would be the trade off a draw and that, go up together. That's, uh, that would be the hope of, of Coisty and Aye. the boys. You need to get your cheapies. <laughs> um, La Liga, quickly. Um, uh, Real Madrid, they won 3 0. Bale with a beauty. Mm. Yeah. He's, he's knocked about 10 million off of the fans, like, you know, totting up his worth, though, he isn't he? He is having Brilliant. a great time, is he mm. not? Is he not? Um, and so are Real Madrid. They're three points clear because Barcelona lost and Atletico Madrid bloody well lost as well. Stop it, Atleti. Well, yeah. it's happening. It's the Diego effect. Terrible bit of offside work for the third goal, I think it was, in the Barcelona match. Good God. <laughs> well, uh, to be fair, Osasuna have been decent at home this season, but oh, it is very, very annoying. I mean, Real Madrid marched three points above um, Barcelona and Atleti and... It, 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 you can just see it happening, can't you? From what I read, a few people much more well-versed in Spanish football than I um, were, were sort of anticipating that Sociedad result. It's a real Sociedad right. a good team, you know. Yeah. And um, I, I, my, other, my other life is working at, um, at Betfair. They were talking about um, how it's a really good chance for, for Sociedad to do a job. And, and, mm. and, and it, it, it was certainly anticipated anyway by people, like I say, a lot more learned than me. It wasn't completely out of the blue, if you know well, what I mean. And the same with Osasuna beating Atletico Madrid, you know, they have been good at home. Um, yeah. This season, but it, you know it is a shame. But Atletico Madrid, I mean, are they tiring now? You, they play a very high pressing game. Um, Hang on, I'll just find out. Ah, uh, Atletico Madrid tiring now. <laughs> uh, Let me check on that. Uh, Avenue okay. Madrid tiring now. No, it didn't work. No, <laughs> didn't, work. <laughs> didn't work. Feel free to edit that out. Doesn't do, work. Do hands your, free. Do your googling quietly, like Luke does. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Jealous. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's worth saying. I think it's worth saying. Atletico had, had a um, midweek game in the San Siro. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it was difficult for them. They, they, as you said, they play that high intensity game. Um, they came out away from the San Siro with, a, with important, important last minute, not yeah. last minute, but late on winner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so maybe it was difficult for them to get up for that. But then they're, they're in a title race. They should be really pushing it. And, and they're not, but they're not used to being up there as well. And they have got Diego. And you did say they would, that would derail them. <laughs> I think. Yeah, well, I, I, I could see it coming yeah. that way. I'm not. Well, not writing them off just yet because they've still got the same points as Barca so yeah that's very true um, in Serie A Juve beat Torino in the Turin derby 1-0 Tevez with the only goal did you see that celebration he did where he sort of did like a, like a trumpet type thing uh, he said that was for a, a, a music loving friend of his in the crowd it looked very camp but it was no, there's nothing wrong with that but it just looked very like, yeah but they, they reckon it might have been goading the the, uh, the Torino, su- Torino supporters. Well, I particularly hate trumpets. Well, there's a little something there. But you, you've a uh, nine points above Roma now. Um, Roma do have a game in hand. But Torino haven't scored against Juve in their last ten meetings. Yeah, right. And they've not beaten them since 1995. Must be annoying. Must be very annoying. My that's goodness. like That's football Italia days. It is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> 
Romeo O'Reilly, what else has been That's happening? Right. When Romeo and Juventus met each other, it, it was a bit sort of tit for tat, but then they got hammered, didn't they? I think Juventus yeah, yeah. been 3 0. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's Juve's to lose, certainly. Unless Milan can go on a fabulous run and with Terat in their side, they, it's all to play for. He scored again! <laughs> he scored again! And so did um, Rami. Yeah. Rami scored again. I mean, it's a Two lone superstars. Terat had a good game. He's, yeah, he's, he's, he played really well against in, in midweek as well, I thought. Mm. There was one point where he took on like about three players, and I was like, shoot, shoot, right in like the, almost the six yard box. And I realised it was his own six yard box. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> he probably shoot would anyway. Go. Shoot anyway. <laughs> he probably would. Well, he wouldn't pass it. <laughs> Imagine if he does go on to be like one of the best players in the the world like he's been <laughs> consistently saying and he has and all those QPR and Fulham fans would just be like what the f- He's like the he's like the anti Bentner, oh. isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> did you hear what uh, did you hear when uh, Trap Scott Cradelli's uh, commentary? I know it's always a little bit unhinged, but this is this is what happened. Here they go! Here they go! Here they go! Here they go! He's somebody's granddad. <laughs> I thought he was going to do the tune of Pink Panther. Actually. I wish he Wonderful. was mine. I wish he was da-dum, mine. Da-dum, <laughs> Very good. Yeah, so tear out there. You should have put a bomb, one of your bomb explosions after that. That's yeah. my favourite <laughs> one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, so, uh, yeah, Tara, it, maybe it, it could be a case that he's just not been bothered. And then he's been hanging around in the shadows waiting to be found. And then and then Cedar says, look, if you come over here, you're going to have to put a shift in while I'm, I'm well up for it. You know I've got the talent on he's away. Could be that. that one. Could be that. Um, it's amazing that it's been that simple. It is, isn't it? <laughs> well, it's early days, Jim. It's early days. Uh, in Portugal, Porto lost at home for the first time in five years. Yeah. 81 <laughs> matches. The best bit about this story is, yeah, 81 matches at home to Estoril. Yeah. The manager immediately offered his resignation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I know it's not good enough. Yeah. Committed yeah. seppuku. Yeah. I mean, I know that their league is a little bit more... Straightforward than, than many others, but still sporting play there. Benfica come to yeah. town. <laughs> Strange, isn't it? To be it? fair, I mean, they're, they're, they are third in the league, so I mean, it's not not the greatest of returns for them so far. But Did yeah. you see did you see the Hamburg uh, Dortmund match in Germany? I know we're probably not going to touch on, Go on not going to have time to touch on it, but that, um, that uh, Turkish uh, fella, uh, Kalanoglu, uh-huh. he smashed in a free kick from oh, pretty much the centre circle. Yeah, yeah it, was it was ridiculous, ridiculous wasn't it? And, and no Klopp, wall, no wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no wall. Klopp just started laughing. Like, what do I do? What do I do? It was 92 minutes in. I had some. I had some. Absolute, I'm, I'm not making no apology for this. I had some absolute geek tweet me about that uh, with with a with with link to the video saying, "Oh, do you remember in 2010 when you said free kicks from from miles out shouldn't have a wall? Well, have you seen this?" <laughs> Do you feel like bent in the air like a mother? Like yeah. the keeper had it, or, but it just yeah. bent in the air at the last moment. I, I felt like saying, put a compilation of 30 of them together, <laughs> and then we'll talk. Yeah. Like, it, was, it was the football equivalent of a lightning strike. Yeah. It's not like it happens every single day. Absolutely. It was like Balotelli's gone from last He's been week, waiting. Like, He's been waiting. further out yeah. uh, as a dead exactly. ball. Exactly. It was ridiculous. My goodness. <laughs> My goodness, um, and now what, what about uh, what about the Euro 2000, mm. 2016 draw? Right, yeah. I've, got, I've got to be in my bonnet about this. You have, haven't you? Mm. Too right, easy. So there's fifty three teams in this draw. Yeah, right. England have had a favourable one. There are, is it now fifty two teams in the tournament? <laughs> exactly. <Is that> <laughs> but what I wanted to say was there's fifty three teams in the draw, right? Now, of course, we all know. Anyone who's ever watched a minute of football will know that the following teams are never going to qualify for this tournament. Right? Mm. San Marino, mm-hmm. Lithuania. Mm. Kazakhstan, mm-hmm. Andorra. Scotland. Ooh. Uh, hang on, let me just make a serious point. Andorra, <laughs> Luxembourg, no. right, Gibraltar, I'll come on to them in a minute. Faroe Islands. Liechtenstein, Faroe Islands, Either Malta, 
I'm never going to qualify. Yeah. So that's nine of them, yeah? yeah? Mm. So 53 minus nine is 44, yeah? yeah? There's 24 teams in the fucking tournament. Yeah. 60% of these teams <laughs> who have got any realistic chance they're going to go through are going to qualify. Yeah, yeah. It's completely pointless. You might as well just say, look... Who fancies it? <laughs> Who fancies playing in the summer tournament and we'll do it that way? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because then you've not got all these crazy qualifications all throughout the two years. You can do it in one summer. You can play fucking three games a day and everyone can have a go. <laughs> you might as well do that. Uh, it's ridiculous. And Platini should be ashamed of himself. 24 games, uh, sorry, 24 teams in the Euros and what has been up until now, which I'm sure we'll all agree in this room, the most entertaining uh, international tournament around. Absolutely. Because there's no fat that has to be trimmed off, there's no dead rubbers, you know that you've got to win games, and it come, it makes for the best football, you know, 16 teams, just mm. lean as you like it, you know, it's really good, and mm. they've ruined that now. Yeah. Platini's a man who will never be ashamed of anything he no, thinks. Exactly. The, uh, the other option that's often spoken about is putting those teams in their own group and having the winner. I think they should do that. I think it makes more sense. I think sense. it's often talked about on this show, nowhere else. No, I've, I've heard it, heard that elsewhere. Another thing about it is I'm annoyed even thinking about those boring qualifiers when the World Cup hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Just even hearing about it. Oh, God, that happens again, It's not it? the fact they're trying to bring the magic of the FA Cup back in the Euros. It's really weird. Anyone can have a go. I don't want to get into the politics of it too much, but Gibraltar, which is who have been allowed into the qualification, yeah. one, they're not a country. Yeah. Mm. right. That, and whether the politics of that aside, they're not at the moment. They don't, they're not an, an mm. independent territory. So they're, they're well, Faroe Islands aren't, though, are they? Uh, I'm not sure on I that. I think they're under Danish. My main point, though... As pointed out to me uh, uh, by uh, Craig Hargrave. Maybe they're not about Faroe Islands, right. so please don't bother tweeting me. <laughs> I just friend, yeah. of, friend, of, friend of mine, Craig Hargrave, said Gibraltar played um, Hibs reserves <laughs> a couple of years ago wow. and got beat three-one. <laughs> right, Hibs. Yeah. Danny Higginbottom's retired now, so he's not going to be part. Would of it, you not he? quite like to see Gibraltar versus Spain in the group stage? Be interesting, wouldn't it? Well, they're going to play Germany. How They'll get a point off Scotland. How would it they're be? Gonna, they're <laughs> <laughs> well, they're going to play Germany. This is the great news was, for Scotland. The guy was really emotional when, um, uh, when the, the, the manager of Gibraltar, I forget his name, he was like, oh, I couldn't believe we got Scotland there. I was absolutely loving it. I and don't I think you the, know the manager's wrote his name. yourself <laughs> <laughs> an expert. The assistant manager, I think, is a Scotsman, so... Uh, He'll right. have the inside track on, on Mark I just McGee. Don't, I, 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 with the greatest respect to Gibraltar, and, you know, fine, if they're identified by UEFA and stuff. If I hear that sentence one more time. With the greatest respect to you, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> with the greatest respect to Gibraltar. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I, because in, in theory, I'm pleased for new teams to be coming into the process. I, I, what Jim touched on is correct, though. I mean, you've got to put these teams in some sort of pre-group because they, they get to win games, yeah, they get to play competitive football, they get to earn the right to be in the, in the, in the qualification. They don't have to play Hibs. <laughs> the reserves. Well, Hibs will be up for it. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to say that Northern Ireland have got a chance here. With the greatest respect to Northern Ireland. No, I think they have. <laughs> well, they're in with the Pharaohs, so they should, they should beat them. But they, they, Greece, Hungary, Romania, Finland and Northern Ireland will be going for, you know, two out of those, of those five teams. I think the, the Northern Irish have got a chance of yeah. qualifying. Mm. Mm. Well, it makes it more spot. interesting in that sense, Marcus, at least, but at great Everyone's cost. got a chance of qualifying. <laughs> Let everyone That's have a That's my goal. point. Yeah. <laughs> Portugal and Denmark together again. Uh, Tell them it's not fixed. They're together every time. <laughs> it's the first time in a while that Get England... the Catalans involved. The Atlantis people. The people who, I don't know, people Cor- live in the clouds. The Cornish. The Cornish. Yeah. <laughs> Put Monaco in. <laughs> Is that a country yeah. or not? Yeah. No, no as well. Right we... area be up for it. Guernsey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all them. Although they've got mm. a bit of fixture congestion, haven't they? <laughs> yeah, they have, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Before we go to Pete's game, quickly to Brazil. Rivaldo and Rivaldo Jr. finally played together for Moggy Miram. Yay. Um, the match was a Sao Paulo State League match and it was played in the stadium which Moggy Miran played and it's named after Rivaldo's father. Oh. How'd they get on? Don't know. Oh, no, they, it was 4 2. 
I think they won 4-2. Okay. Um, but if they didn't, don't bother tweeting me. <laughs> um, this isn't about the result, clearly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and if somebody scored a dink, great. Uh, so, yeah, Rivaldo, Rivaldo Jr. and Rivaldo... No, Romildo um, Ferreira, the, the, the grandfather. So, a family affair. Family affair at Romoggi it's Miriam. It's a family affair. That's what we like. Pete's game, please. Yes, it's time for Pete's game. The clue's coming from a man by the name of Stephen Tucker. Thank you, Stephen Tucker. Um, he does go for a name, but he says, let's call it um, Sweet Cuckoo Terrain. I don't understand that. I don't understand no, that don't, either. No. He's gone for another one. Or Holding Out for a Year, or... Yeah, he's, he's named them after song titles yeah, rather than game show titles, yeah. isn't he? You've still let him on the show. Yeah, never <laughs> mind. Uh, the clues are good. Um, I was born in February the 8th, 1966, in the village of uh, something Paul, near Plovdiv, Bulgaria. The town later took my name in my honour. Stop. Stop. Go on, no, go on, Luke. Is it Hristo Stoichkov? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> we were all thinking it. We just got there first. <laughs> Stoichkov. Steve Tucker, yeah. you can put clues in whenever you want. Yeah. I was got it gonna, I was, on his date of birth. I was going to say Lechkov, actually. I'll still yeah, get I... people tweeting saying they got it before me. So yeah. it would have literally been... It would have gone in the first round, wouldn't it, really? Yeah. 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 So what um, What were these good clues? <laughs> My name is Hristo Stoichkov. <laughs> I debuted for... Uh, think? Is, is that a, a Bulgarian player who was born in the 60s? What's going to be Lechkov or Stoichkov? I was given yeah. a lifelong ban from football for a fighting in a Bulgarian Cup match in 1985. <laughs> well, I think we'd all have guessed that was him <laughs> if we hadn't previously known. Uh, in 2003, after conceding a goal while playing in a friendly match for DC United against college team American University, I stamped on a freshman midfielder's leg, causing a compound double fracture. <laughs> cool. <laughs> that's funny. There's a fact that wasn't in the D1's Hall of Fame, Speller. Yeah. Oh, it never happened. You that didn't do a deep Google. Allegedly. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> wow. Oh, well, we're going to have to fill that gap with some more correspondence. Than Please I was do. Oh, on, Please here's do. a little story. Um, uh, I was at the match in clue number five. Uh, he did it on purpose, according to him. All right. <laughs> Cheers, no, Steve. Cheers, no, Steve no old man runs that far, that fast, that a kid half his age with his boot out on accident. The sound was horrendous. People were physically ill on the sidelines. The punishment was minimal. Two matches. And <laughs> Two <laughs> matches? When, when was that? When Ray, was that? Ray Hudson called it a rash tackle. Bullshit. It cost a tackler £2,000 and the kid has a, a, a something career. When was that? No, oh, never mind. That might have happened after, after the window. I remember it happening. It was late on. Yeah, I remember Stephen it, yeah. I. Tucker. Yeah. Thank you for that. Sit. Correspondence, please. a good man's career. Correspondence, you guys can get involved with this if you like. Oui. Don't have to, but you can if you want. Um, your own decisions. <laughs> <laughs> Question of the week. Which hardline methods do you think Felix Magat has introduced at Fulham so far? Mm. Um, <laughs> first reply I got straight away, within like a second, from M. DeVito was death. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! Um, Stone Gold from tw- through Twitter comes through with cross country runs to away games. Yeah, could work. Mm, good. Um, one for you, Edgy. Matthew Green says players not performing given a thousand pound fine and or being sent to live in the sea. Fair enough. I'm getting a lot of people tweeting me with twats on trains. Oh, oh well, oh. that's never happened before. I was doing that earlier because of the Siri. Pete, oh, it yeah. has happened before. Yeah. Mm. It so hasn't happened before. You're a happened, to add, happened to add a by all. Was that it Adebayor? It was, it was Adebayor, yeah. 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 Um, there you go. Yeah, lots of people tweeting me about twats on trains taking up unnecessary space. It's good. We need to start revolution, people. I yeah. think you have. I think you have, mate. Yeah, well, this is just the beginning. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> move over, dickhead, if you are that person. Certainly the big revolution story of the week. I <laughs> caught myself doing it last week and I moved over Pete, just because of that good, gym story. Good, exactly. If, if I've made one person less of a dickhead, I'm happy. Sorry, Luke. That's, never That's all right. Um, I was just going to say, Matthew, that you want to be more targeted with that. They're probably going to be sent to live in the Thames. Yeah, because Craven Cottage is right on the ten, mm. um, so it'd be more convenient. For them. Yeah, or you'd uh, be dead in minutes, wouldn't you? Joel, Gle- Joel Gleacher says making them listen to Football Weekly twice a week. Hashtag harsh. Oh, oh. oh. wouldn't wish that on anyone. 
Um, Will Donovan says he hasn't done anything hardline yet because he knows that the fear and the waiting is much more powerful. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to be that. That scared me, Will. To be honest, I, I don't know what you're planning, but I'm not sure I want to be there. Jason Nolte on the Twitter. I heard he's basing their training loosely around the TV show Gladiators, but none of the easy events. All oh, right. I'd like to know what you think the easy events are. The hard ones are definitely the one, the gauntlet. We had to yeah, run the through. Like eliminator thing. That, yeah, yeah, anything that with hard. the travelator, that was a pain yeah, in the travel yeah, yeah. Do you remember Gauntlet? We had to run for that sort oh, of yeah. half pipe. Yeah. All the gladiators with those big pyramids. Oh, goodness, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was yeah. the one that was a big pyramid that looked really dangerous? It was called Pyramid. Okay, Pyramid yeah. there. Yeah, that was. That was, that <laughs> was, was like, it was like a live action Qbert. Yeah, it was, yeah. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah so that's good. Uh, <laughs> what should go down to the, <laughs> the Fulham training ground and they were playing like Hanging Tough. <laughs> so hanging from that the would road. be excellent. John Fashnew and Ulrika Johnson waiting to greet you. Just imagine you go to Craven Cottage. And um, you, you, the teams come out, uh. and all of a sudden you see every single Fulham player <laughs> hanging yeah. from some like, contraption <laughs> by his hands in formation. <laughs> the ball in the centre circle. <laughs> and McGat just nodding. Be brilliant. <laughs> Perhaps that's like how they should get into the training ground. Just have that last eliminator section. You can't even get in until you complete that. <laughs> over, over a pit of snakes. Yeah. I reckon he sort of like uh, got one of those cryogenic chambers that um, Sam was really, uh, really pleased with when he when he came to. Uh, I think I think he brought them to West Ham, didn't he? Where you'd, where you'd jump in, but if you jumped in for like a minute, you'd die. <laughs> but if you jumped in for 20 seconds, you'd be okay and your muscles would feel better. But I just think he snapped the buttons off. I think, yeah, <laughs> I think they had those, uh, I'm pretty sure they had this sort of chamber thing that I saw when I had a little tour of Villa Park once mm. on press day. It was when Martin O'Neill was manager. And um, it was like, it was clearly some sort of really uh, uh, punishing thing. Well, mm. It looked to me was like it might have been the ice bath. Yeah, but, but didn't it have a sign that said, if you don't do this after a game, you have to come to the training like an hour early or something like that? Yeah. Instead. I think it was operated by Richard O'Brien or something. Yeah, it was very be. dangerous. Mumsy! <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, Shane Rin comes through on the Facebook and says, zero oxygen training sessions. It may kill the players, but for 50 grand a week, players should be able to survive without oxygen. Ah. <laughs> Jim agrees. And Chris Barber via Facebook also only one nap during training not hardline per se <laughs> but this is Fulham and all impossible journeys must start with a single step <laughs> <laughs> and I'll finish off via the Twitter with uh, this from Matty Tate who says very poignantly and very philosophically life without Philippe Senderos may be the hardest thing of all it's <laughs> like we could all get behind bless him Felix McGat does have um, a very friendly face doesn't he it's a cr- misleading. Head. Misleading. Yeah. yeah. And he wears like quite sort of trendy geek chic glasses. Yeah, he does. Think, hey, I'm mm. down with the kids. I'm I'm a bit like Jurgen Klopp, uh-huh. except I'm Satan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate you. Hey, even the Teletubby <laughs> We've baby never met. We have now. Mm. Oh, excellent mm. stuff. Well, there we go. That's it, isn't it? Uh, mm. The end of the football ramble. We've made it, and so have you. Well done. Uh, if you'd like to get in touch, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com and the Twitter is at footballramble. And of course, the website is thefootballramble.com. Yes, we've got some football to talk about uh, on Absolute Radio. Three o'clock uh, in the afternoon, we're going to have live and exclusive commentary from Stoke versus Arsenal, uh, Jim Proudfoot and Clark Carlisle. In that commentary box, uh, Russ Williams and Tony Drigo, T-Dog, as ah, I call him, uh, will be joined by uh, Reverend and the Makers. Ooh. Oh, yeah, they're st- still find them. Still find them. <laughs> still, they're still <laughs> knocking about. Still oh, around. Yeah, 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 talking about Just them. Sl- less and less people. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Stop slagging off Reverend in the Makers. I will, I will yeah. if I want. <laughs> they, were the, they were the heavyweight champion of the world or something. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Pete, say goodbye. Goodbye. Luke. I could have been a contender. <laughs> I could have been a someone. That's them, isn't it? Yeah, yeah that's right. See you later. Jim. Jim. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what a shout. Good Lord. The one day I bring in pre-recorded music. <laughs>
be ashamed of yourself. your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.